Wendell and I forgot the Wendell title. Wendell and Wild. I want to say Wendell and Wright for some reason. That's not, that's not the title. Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. Today we're talking Wendell and Wild, a new movie starring both Key and Peel, and directed by Henry Selleck. I'm Ravi, and as always, I'm joined by my two brothers, Arjuna and Krishna. Why was there such a dramatic pause in that and? That's how we always do it. It's That's not that. Yeah. It was a little bit longer. No. I felt like he took a beat, and then he was like, and. No. We have, a, we have like our set intonations. We really want to make sure that the audience is getting the same product every time. A podcast yep. is not a product. Nailed it. It is. Stop. That's such a corporate thing to say. Synergy. Shut the fuck up. I hate you both so much. <laughs> I guess you both work for, we all work for corporations, but Jesus, this pod is not a corporation. To quote Mitt Romney. Oh, God. Corporations are people, my friend. <laughs> is he still the political? Sp- I haven't heard from him in a while. He's a senator in Arizona, yes. Utah. Oh. He moved out west. Oh. Uh, Utah sounds right. Romney's, it's one of these Romney's west, great journey west. It's one of these west coast. Well, I, mean, I guess you know those aren't west coast, but you know, western United States, Midwest states. <laughs> anyway, speaking of journeys, Wendell and Wild is the journey of growing up in a terrible place due to a tragedy, and then demons having a dream of a fair. <laughs> <laughs> nailed that affair tra- or an affair? <laughs> I nailed yeah. that transition. <laughs> it's also the triumphant return of Key and Peele working together and Jordan Peele Whee! returning to comedy. And that's going to start us off with our one-word impression. You know, I said I was no. going to go last, but I'm going to go first. Mm-hmm. And that is lies. Mm, interesting. So I mm. didn't. I wasn't really aware of this film until Arjuna had said, hey, guys, for our next podcast, let's do Wendell and Wilde. The new Key and Peele movie. Yeah. Me being a huge <laughs> Key and Peele fan thought something very, very different from what Arjuna had uttered. Therefore, lies. So I'm sitting there watching this movie and I'm thinking. <laughs> Did you even know it was animated? I knew it was animated. <laughs> I knew it was stop motion. I had no idea about because I didn't even bother watching the trailer because, you know, Arjuna, <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> okay. And you lied. I did it. I said it was a movie with Key and Peel. You said the Which Key and Peel movie. I did not say the Key and Peel movie. I'm going to find, I'm sure I have a camera here somewhere that was recording. <laughs> but anyway, I started the movie and uh, definitely a little bit confused in terms of what I was getting myself into. <laughs> and you know what's funny though? Because again, like I went into it super blind. I didn't even know that it was directed by uh, Henry Selleck. Yeah. And I was watching the beginning. I was like, wow, this feels really like. James the Giant Peach. <laughs> In terms of like the zaniness and the yeah. characters and the style and sure. everything. Um, but yeah, that, that's going to be my one impression. Arjuna lied to me. Wow, lies. Lies. I'll, I'll uh, my, my one impression will be misdirection. Ooh. Because Arjuna also, you know, did definitely misdirect it. I literally <laughs> said By the way, by the way I don't know if Ravi feels the same way. This isn't a bad thing at no, all. Actually. No, not at all. No. Um, no. So it's, happy it's little surprise. A, it's kind of a good thing, but... Uh, Juno, you definitely did pitch it as uh, the new Key and Peele movie. I did and not say that. Is, that. that you guys your, clearly do not no, listen to me. It, no, you definitely said the new Key and Peele movie. Um, and, and maybe we did miss here. Maybe you did say the movie with Key and Peele in it. And we 
interpreted it as the new Key and Peele movie, which are two different things, right? Um, but you also so. said, you also, even if you didn't say, you know, the new, well, you, you said Key and Peele are back together. Which they are. So anyone logically will think, oh, Key and Peele, like, funny skits and stuff. Yeah, wh- which sketch are they bringing to life? Which, kind of, yeah. if Vice, you really think about it, be... if you think about the movie, oh God. <laughs> every scene that they're in is essentially them doing their Key and Peele shtick. Well, yeah. So, did I lie if I, if I did, in fact, say it was a Key and Peele movie? But yes. we wanted... I did not. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Your expectations... Because it's better, it's better for our one-word impressions if you did lie. So, yes, you did. Well, before we get to your one more impression, Arjun, I guess the question is, like, Urshan and I obviously went into the semi-blind because we trusted you. (laughs) (laughs) My question for you, though, is, like, did you, had you already watched trailers, did any research prior, or were you similar to us where you were like, Key and Peele, oh, let me watch this. uh, So I had known about this movie for a couple years, right? Years, being Being a Key and Peele fan, Mm -hmm. knowing the last thing they did, I believe, was Keanu, the movie. Yes. Uh, I was like, what's the next thing they're going to do? And then, you know, Jordan went and became a successful horror movie director and, you know, decided to do that whole thing. And, and Keegan was like, I'm going to appear in every single project I possibly can. Majority rom-coms. Ever. <laughs> right? Uh, you know, and they kind of did their own things. And But that, this had been announced for years, right? And so the, the movie is based off, uh, the, the screenplay is by Henry Selick and Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw Productions are is behind the movie. He produced it. And the the story is based off a book, I'm pretty sure, by Henry Selick, a, like a children's, maybe not a children's book, but like some type of book by him. Young adult. Uh, so I had known about it, but I wasn't, I really didn't know, I didn't know what the book was about. I didn't know if the Wendell character specifically was based off of Wendell from Key and Peele. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what you I know? thought, too. Like, when yep. I had read about it briefly, I'm like, oh, this is Wendell from Key and Peele. <laughs> and, like, isn't. he goes to hell and has a brother named Wild, but it wasn't, which is fine. Uh, so that was, like, that's really all I knew. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, to a degree that you had I'm some amazing. kind of, like, mis- I deceived myself. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You misdirected yourself. I love that. That's kind of amazing. So, wait, yeah. So, so what's your one-word impression, My one-word impression will be surprise. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. I was I was surprised by the movie. Uh, it wasn't having not watched the trailer. I thought there would be more key. I thought they were going to be the central characters, which right. they weren't. But having watched the whole movie, I think it worked uh, how it did, right? I think using them as kind of these propellers of the story um worked extremely well so here's a big question that i had watching the film once i kind of settled in maybe around the 30 40 minute mark i was like okay this is definitely not what i think it (laughs) should be this is its own thing it's a very kind of you know i I guess the question i have for you guys this is a kids movie right like this is not this is not a movie per se for like adults it's a family movie in okay. terms of, I think there's enough there where kids can kind of enjoy some of the zaniness, but it's also enough for, like, the parents. There's enough there for the parents. There's enough illusions there mm-hmm. um, and mature themes that are kind of going on throughout that I think, like, the whole family can kind of enjoy it. Nice. Okay. So I was then correct in my interpretation and then immediately started playing Solitaire while I was watching the film. Got it. <laughs> Played solitaire during the movie. Part of it, yeah. I have this thing where I just can't. 
not be doing something else. So hmm. you have some attention to ADHD. Disorder. No, <laughs> no, that's no, no. I just call it. It just doesn't pull me in as as much. Like there are definitely scenes where you know everything. I think with the the sister, um, you know, in the sister Mary, sister Mary, when she's kind of you know. They're doing the the, the binding. Or and Sister Helly, I should say. Going through the binding yeah. and then going into the, was it the Room of Redemption? Yeah. Um, by the way, her character and the old man in the chair, that was basically Blade, right? And his mentor, where he finds this, you know, person who's kind of in between good and bad and trains mm. them up to fight bad, right? That is I didn't Blade. put that together. Oh, I totally put that together as soon as, like, they were talking about Hell, Hell Maidens and oh, how he, he, like, was supposed to help train her and stuff. I was like, this is Blade, right? Like, come on. Blade. Um, that's what nice. I thought anyway. So, uh, okay, cool, cool. Arjuna actually has done, has decided to do a DVD chapter listing, something we haven't done in quite a while. We haven't done a movie in a while. We haven't. That's why I was actually, that's also partially why I was like, yes, let's do a movie because we haven't done one, yeah, in a while. Uh, been so a lot our, of television. So Arjuna has properly. Why does this keep doing that? Arjuna's properly done a chapter listing, and Krishna is going to read this. Oh, no. And Krishna is going to do it in the voice. Oh, no, I forgot the character's name. Keegan's character, or um, Peel's character, where he plays the obnoxious girlfriend. Oh. Uh, oh, I forgot the character's name, too. It's like, I'm queen oh. of the world. Yeah, basically that voice. Oh, man. Uh, Megan. 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 Yeah. Megan. Yes, it's Megan. Can I? Can I, can I do? Can I do? Um, Keegan's boyfriend impression. Megan. God. You know, no. So much you need to show us your variety and Christian. I don't know if you. This is I my. I have variety. This is my gift to you. I'm taking all. Of, I'm not really, but I'm taking all <laughs> of these voices and putting your voice demo reel together. So you got to show. You know. Variety. Gosh, a range. Yeah. I love how you're like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I'm doing this. But you're not. But I'm not. <laughs> uh, Megan. Ah. And Okay, so Arjuna's DVD chapter listing for Wendell and Wild. <clears throat> An apple a day keeps the parents away. Psychedelic toothpaste. Last chance school. Key and peel the fair. Prison murder. <laughs> Teddy heist. Life-saving cream. Raising hell. <laughs> A tale of two maidens. Daddy's home. Changing the future. Rebuild. Oh, I hated that. I did not nail that one. You sounded more like the Wicked Witch of the West. You're a bit no. squeaky. Yeah. Well... And you didn't, I like, succeeded. really drown it at, like, you know, let it, like, really, like, you know. It needs to be like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, it's 10 in the morning. You know, I woke up, like, an hour ago. <laughs> this podcast is timeless. Warmed up. Uh, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. You didn't have your hot tea? Hot tea. I did. I just drank hot, it. Hot tea. I'm going to have some hot tea. <laughs> Can I have some tea? Tea. And some crumpets. What the? Fuck? I have crumpets act. I just remembered that. I have Can I have hole. one after this? Maybe. I was actually going to save you guys uh, uh, just a real side tangent here. So I got a bunch of like Cadbury's chocolate stuff for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And my original plan was like, I'm just going to save it for the holidays. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Smart. I could, I, I've, I've, I've eaten like half of it already. 
one. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have to get more. for the pro- Probably. But they, uh, I had these really nice cookies, Cadbury's cookies. Mm-hmm. I saw them like on Really your nice cookies. And in the middle, it's just like chocolate Can galore. I, one? I finished the whole thing last night. I, I, I saw it on your <laughs> counter. Yeah, it's, it's empty. Damn. Yeah, Dude, I like, tried. I literally opened it yesterday, and I was like, oh, there's a lot in here. I was like, oh, I'll save some for, for Learman and Arjuna after we do the pod. I couldn't control myself. 20 seconds later. Yeah. Where did they go? You know, you know what my excuse is? You know what my excuse It's just like Wendell and Wild with the cream. Mm-hmm. You know, they kept doing the drug. It was like drugs. Yeah. Like basically, Cadbury's is drugs is what I'm saying. It's one hell of a drug. Basically. The, did the Cadbury's raise the dead, though? You know, the, the closest that we could get to get to like properly assessing that is if one of us have the worst hangover of our lives and then we try and eat that if we would rise from the dead. But I think we'll end up throwing up. So. Probably. Which they do do, actually. Remember when they raise the, uh, the, the main priest guy from the dead, he throws up first. Well, he has water in his lungs, so he, he gets rid of the water. Still right, from up, the though. drowning. Yeah, but not every other character. Like, no one else throws up. That's true. So, it was just him because he, you know, was filled with a ton of water. He was bloated. Just a little. Imagine if that's really what bloated is. Yes. So, actually, I want to ask you guys a question, right? So, (laughs) Arjuna, you brought up something interesting off the top of the pod, right? So, who's this movie for? Kids, adults? Uh, this movie did have some very mature themes. So like an exploration of the prison complex and how that is for profit. Uh, stuff like that. Did you guys think that the marriage of the sort of kiddie presentation with adult themes, did that marriage work for you guys or did it pull you out sometimes? For me, it worked. You know, I think if you watch some of Henry Selleck's other work, like Coraline, Nightmare Before Christmas, and James and the Giant Peach, it's very similar in terms of there's some mm-hmm. really mature themes in there where you're like, wow, this is, like, really dark. Like, Coraline, for example, spoiler alert for that movie if you haven't seen it, <laughs> but the the other world essentially has this mother who is, like, the spider-like creature that eats children. You know, like, very dark, like, Kills ch- like children are murdered. There are like ghosts of children because she's like killed them and eaten them, you know. Uh, and that's like pretty dark, but then there's also like this childish presentation of like dolls and this little girl and like these other worlds, right? Um, the quick dance numbers, yeah. And then like, j- like Nightmare Before Christmas, for example, like you're in this Halloween town and the main character is like a, skelling- a, ske- uh, a skeleton, right? Jack Skellington, and so like they're all about horrifying people and like doing all these Halloween things. But then there's like, he finds this Christmas world, which is very like happy and like holiday cheery. And then he like makes that scary as well. So Mm. uh, I I thought it worked. I think like if you're familiar with this guy's work and you're kind of familiar with those themes, it works. And I think within the context of the movie, I thought this one actually leaned more mature than some of those other movies. Um, But, but I liked it. Well, back up a couple seconds, though. Mm-hmm. This movie, because I've not seen Nightmare Before Christmas, and Coraline and James and the Giant Peach, like, I haven't seen that. Like, James and the Giant Peach probably in, like, two decades. Yeah. Coraline in, like, a decade or whatever. Um, but this movie, I think with some of the mature themes, was also talking, like, about the prison system in America. Sure. Right? Like, it being a private thing and a massive business model. Sure. Did... Any of his other films have any of those kind of themes, or 
more or anything like, like more that kind of in your face, or was it more like charged? like behind or whatever, like hidden? Because yeah. I I can't remember like with Coraline, I don't really remember that all that well. And James the Giant Peach, the whole premise. Well, that's that's th- that's taken from a Roald Dahl right um, book. So, but isn't uh, that book though about hunger, like hunger with children or, or yeah. homeless children and? Like maybe or those that sure. like that's that's I think the central theme. Coraline I don't I can't remember. I, th- I think with Coraline like the mature theme there is like the fa- the family home and like parents mm. love, um and like the family you have and the family you choose is kind of the theme. Did so Vin Diesel show up in that movie? He, he didn't actually. Then it's not really about family, <laughs> is it? <laughs> uh, did you guys see like on social media like there's like a recreation of what uh oh the first man or yeah, adam would yeah look like. we looked like and it was looked just like vin diesel yeah somebody got their algorithm i think yes. those are those are jokes though right like uh no it's they've real been doing <laughs> they've been doing a bunch yeah. like uh what would jesus look like in this obi-wan yeah, um, it was great yeah they've done a couple of like historical or mythological figures and yeah. it's just present day actors right but I, I think I think I think this is the one that's the most in your face, and like I think it, you know, I, I think he likes to reflect on things that are going on in current day, right? So I think with the prison system, and then like the the father figure in particular was very Donald Trump esque with the with the blonde wig, and you know their corporation was called Klux Corp with two mm-hmm. Ks, and like very KKK esque um, in the in the spelling and whatnot. So this one seemed to be a little bit more politically charged. But like I on the nose. But I think yeah. it's a reflection of our time, right? We live in like a pretty pol- more politically charged climate than we have in probably other times when those other movies came out. Not that there wasn't other stuff going on, but it just is, you know, feels more politically charged uh, today. Do you think, though, I, I think when, you know, we talk about things and we're like, oh, this feels political or this feels sure. about, you know, what's happening in society – I think a big factor, though, is, like, where you are age-wise as well. And sure. then I think the other massive factor is also, like, social media. And sure. It's just being way more yeah. kind of present. And I think it boils down to, like, greed, right? Like, if you if you boil it down, like, kids will, like, be like, those people are greedy and, are you know, are all about themselves. And I think that's what, like, as a kid you'll interpret. But as an adult you'll be like, oh, there's, like, a social commentary on the prison system and, you know, community and, and everything that's kind of related to that. So I think that's yeah. what ma- that's what makes it work, right? You know, for kids, you're boiling it, you're boiling down the concepts to these basic kind of like emotions and feelings, and then for the adults, there's a bit more complexity and commentary on things that are maybe more relevant to you. But 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 I think what why the movie works too though is that like you presented like the the kid interpretation, but it's the correct one. It's that people who give in to greed or who are greedy will do terrible things to other humans mm-hmm. to acquire wealth. Right. And so you're right. There is all these other things, but I like that at the end of the day, that is the issue. Like that is the problem, right? That's, that's why these terrible things happen. It's because greedy people right. don't care that they are self-centered. Right. And here's um, the thing, right? Like, um, the main character, her parents die at the beginning, and she blames herself because of the Apple incident. But it, as you get to know the, the two heads of the Klux Corp, you can probably make the connection that they would have been murdered at some point mm-hmm. anyway, right? right? And so I think that feeds into the kind of these the themes of the of the movie itself. It is her fault, though, right? Like what? The Apple <laughs> thing. 
Wow. Well, I, I guess I guess <laughs> what I'm confused by is because the creature out over her apple was like two a two-headed headed worm. worm, like a mutated worm. Mm-hmm. So I thought, is that I thought initially when I saw that 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 was demons or whatever kind of prepping her to become the Hell Maiden. Yeah, I think that's probably likely. Like that, you know, she had an affinity already for demonic things and like it had a f- way of finding her so that's like that that tease in particular yeah mm-hmm. i thought of it initially it was like wendell and wild that's what i thought too that's like what they I were too, yeah. already yeah. kind of like you know not there. basically like setting things up but it i guess that doesn't work because remember there's that weird gummy bear thing that comes down to them and is like oh you have a hell maiden up and that was that very seemed that seemed like the first time that they were aware right. um, of being able to be brought up to the real world. Right. Buffalo Bill. Bill. No, but is it Buffalo Bill? Is that his name? The father? Or is it Buffalo Balzar? I think it's Balzar. Balzar. Buffalo Bill is from Sleeping Lambs. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Same similar. <laughs> so Buffalo so obviously he he's the father of these two characters and then the father of all these other demons. demons. Um and then the, all these demons are released back and it's a very kind of happy-go-lucky ending where essentially everyone, I mean, obviously she doesn't get what she ultimately wants, where it's just her parents revive, but it seems like they'll be able to come down to the f- magical fair, fair yep. that Wendell and Wilder building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so goofy. Some of the childlike elements here. <laughs> right. I mean, they were hilarious, but... Yeah. Yeah. With, with this fair, though, being... Well, I guess the guess the thing that I'm I'm not confused by, but you know they're they're demons, mm-hmm. and then they decide to become. Well, their good? father. Well, no, no, no. Their father had a fair, remember, on his stomach, on his belly, right, on his belly. So or people that go to hell. Yeah, but they found it. They wanted one that was more fun. They're like, yeah. this one's too scary. This let's one's yeah. too dark. Let's do something that's more fun. And, and then that the, was their the, whole motivation. Gotcha. And then the implication is that their dad gave them that like really stupid dead end job, right? Of uh, what planting the hair, the ba- hair? basically basically that reviving his hair, his hair, yeah. his hair fall. And they wanted the job of designing an awesome uh, underworld fun fair. Yeah. So, you know, this <laughs> character motivations, man. It <laughs> exactly. wor- it's simple and it sounds stupid when you say it, but makes perfect wise, sense. It's great. I'd rather build a fair than plant nose hair. No he- head, head hair, head hair, head hair. Oh, they right. lived in the nose. They lived in the nose. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. It's so wild. Oh, demons. Wild. This movie sounds so bizarre. It's it so is bizarre. bizarre. It's great. It is very I, w- I was wondering while I was watching, I was like, I'm sure you get a completely different view of it if you're on anything. I want to rewatch this movie high. <laughs> when we go out to oh, Colorado, you don't even we should rewatch high. it. Uh, we should. I mean, yeah, you at this at the end of it, you definitely feel a little like, whoa, what is, what is happening here? Don't do drugs. You guys didn't rate my chapter list. <laughs> What, you want us to rate it? Yeah, you always give a number out of 10. Um, probably realistically, because of Christian's poor execution with the voice, overall 6.32. No, but you normally you normally give mine and then Christian's interpretation. So I know, and I'm lumping them together. No, no, no you got to give mine higher. So yours better. was like an 8. Wow, nice, nice. Wow. Point That's the highest zero three five. Okay. Yeah, I'm not giving you an 8.1. I'm going low okay. there yeah, just yeah, to yeah. be an ass. Sure, sure. And then Chris's, unfortunately, was like a, a like a 4.78. Oh, wow. Ooh, so that almost combined 50%. gets you that 6. Point I'll take it. Whatever I said. Right, yeah. Well, 
I don't remember. What did I say? Six point six something. Yeah. Six something. Yeah. Together. Six point nine three. I don't know. I mean, overall, it's a pretty good chapter listing. It it highlights everything quite quite well. What was your favorite chapter? Um, probably the tale, a tale of two maidens. I thought that was that funny. Was a good one. Yeah. So when they kept saying hell maidens, I thought they were saying handmaidens. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that was very different. So I got very, very confused. Different. I was like, "Wait, but a hell, hell maiden is that an actual term in this movie? Yes, it is. Great, but like, <laughs> is that an actual thing in like you know, quote the real world? I'm not. I'm not familiar with uh, my demon terminology. I've had particular. a few brush-ins with hell maidens before. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Michael says they're real. So if you go to <laughs> Dragonlance.fandom, yeah, it's a, a hell maiden is a type of, of fiend D&D thing here. from the from the abyss. Yeah. Type of fiend from the abyss. I, I know my next team. Oh. I'm going to be a hell. Did you know the abyss was created when... No, I'm kidding. I won't go in that. We're going to go into <laughs> D&D lore? To D&D yeah. land. Uh, so, yes, it is real. Excellent. In fantasy worlds. Re- because this is obviously like stop motion with a combination, obviously a little CG elements here and there. Do we have any idea how long it took them to actually make? Probably years. If Arjuna heard about this a few years ago, I think that's a pretty good indicator that they were working on this for a while. Because stop action does take a long time. A very long time. As we know from Parks and Rec. (laughs) Oh, Ben Wyatt's. uh, Yeah, with Ben and his building the stop action motion. Right. They started, they uh, at least were... Doing a lot of it, or some of it, during the pandemic, early pandemic in twenty twenty. Got nothing else to do. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, um, you ship everything to your animator. They set up in their home studio. Just do that hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and yeah, it'll be done. I will say the stop action motion. I mean, it's sort of a you don't see it very often, right? I, we saw no. it a lot more back in the nineties and early two thousands, maybe with classics such as Wallace and Gromit and. Some other things, James and Giant Peach. Um, is that is that a style you want to see come back? Do you like these maybe real, you know, real rare one-offs? How do you feel about that? Because for me, the stop-action motion is a little jarring. Uh, I think it works really well for this kind of zany, bizarre content. Um, but I'm glad it's not a, like a mainstay anymore, well, if, if it ever was, really. It, it feels like there's only one person that does it. Yeah. Which is no, Henry that's Selleck. True. That's a good point. Um, and he, and when, he, <laughs> when they do come out, they are staple pieces essentially for like five, ten years usually. Like yeah. nothing mm. – I mean, I, I'm not trying to say that other stop animation films are, are, are lesser or anything of that nature, but I don't feel like they are marketed as heavily as when something that Henry does comes out, right? Like – Nightmare Before Christmas is still, decades later, a big staple piece in the animation world, the stop animation world. Same with Coraline. Coraline has its, a massive, like, cult following. Yeah. Um, I'd be curious, like, this film was limited theater release, very limited theater release, um, and then, obviously, Netflix. I'd be curious to see, does this create some kind mm. of cult follow? I mean, you know, as I say, it probably just because of Monkey Productions... Keegan, yeah, you know, Keegan, yeah, them Keegan, being attached yeah. to it will probably create that kind of um, cult-like following. I'd be curious to see what merch comes out of this. Yeah, you mm. know, I think 
I think with animation, it's really, I think like any type of production, right? It's, you know, how does it, what's the reasoning behind doing an animation or, you know, 2D animation or 3D animation? Um, And I think if there's a good enough reason, right? If there's the, if that's the vision of the director and the production and it fits the, the story that's trying to be told, like, why not? I think the more variety, the better. Like, it's it's definitely a distinguishing factor, right? Um, so, yeah, why not, in my opinion? I mean, it's interesting, too, is, like, you look at mega franchises, Star Wars, Marvel. Marvel, majority of their content is live action. Sure. But there are those one-offs that are animated or, sure. like, Into the Spider-Verse, right? I think it stands out amongst all the Marvel stuff, Sony stuff, because it is animated. Sure. In addition to a really good and it's story. And it's not just that it's animated, right? It's like they utilize the animation in a way that they couldn't necessarily get in live action. Right. 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 You know, there, there's a reason that they do that. Um, even with, like, the, you know, with the animation styles being able to differentiate between the different Spider-Mens mm-hmm. um, and Spider-Characters. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, so I, mean I, I personally find, like, stop action very disturbing. Like, all on its own. Uh, it doesn't really matter what it is. Like, I even remember watching... Wallace and Gromit, and very entertaining, but still being a little creeped out by the characters and how they move and I even them talking. You yeah, know? but I think that's also the point. Like all of these, uh, absolutely, all absolutely. these examples are pointing to have an element of horror to them, right? Wallace and Gromit has some <laughs> has horror elements. So does James and John Pete's Coraline, Nightmare Before Christmas, Wendell and Wild. They all have these horror elements because it is robot chicken. It it, it is a way <laughs> to kind of like. It, it's a, it's a, it is disturbing, and it's a way to also kind of disturb the traditional beautiful animation um, that like people are so accustomed to, right? Like if you look at Disney as the antithesis, right, of their two D and three D animation with butterflies and flowers and like very happy Ooh. imagery, like this is the opposite of that. This is the antithesis of that. Would you and guys want to see fits okay. that well? Okay, so here's the question then, right? Which Marvel or Star Wars? property or franchise do you think would benefit most from a stop action motion uh project i've literally been thinking about that since you like like, (laughs) since we started this little quick dialogue and i I honestly think like i think specifically star wars visions would be the ideal place to put it because remember star wars visions the the first season that came out it was all japanese um, anime studios in their various styles telling these different stories and I think again as long as the animation kind of you know fits f- fits with whatever story you're telling I think it would work now, maybe like a story about a Sith I so mean a little creepy a little disturbing I was thinking do you guys that remember do you guys remember the Commandos game yeah so like that's the most horror Star Wars video game that I've ever yep. seen. Wait, Commandos? Yeah. So essentially, it's like there's these Commandos on Geonosis. Yeah. So during the initial siege, so you know, right at the very end of Episode Two, these Commandos go in to hunt down various like high target things on Wait. Geonosia, and that's where the game starts. And then you're sent throughout the galaxy hunting down high profile targets. H- hang on, hang on. I never played this game. I don't. I'm not sure if you've even heard of this game. Is Click Clack in that game? Yes. I need to play this game. Yeah, you should, oh because God. I'm 100% telling the truth. <laughs> you don't have a just a little Geonosian I would not boots. lie. <laughs> but I, I think I think some type of horror elements, like because that Commandos game reminds me a lot of like Halo, 
Like and a, Doom, actually. Yeah, you know, yeah. in terms of, like, the, the first-person shooter type that's, uh, like, a little... But there's, like, the horror element to it. Low lights. Uh, low light. You know, some <laughs> creatures kind of in the... you kind of, like, walking around. I think Sound like, design. I think that could be really... I think that, like, in a Star Wars setting could be really cool. Yeah. I think horror elements, for sure. I think the, what Christian was saying with, like, something around the Sith. Like, and you could start it out where it is, like, a... I think the easiest one would be a Jedi falling to the dark side. Yeah. But it's done where it's supposed to be, like, more kitty happy elements, and then it is this horrific thing. You could also do... It'd also be interesting to play around with animation style within the Star Wars universe, like, with Mortis, right? Oh, Like, that being, like, the the force beacon of light, uh, or just beacon in general, and and, and things (laughs) getting pretty weird on that planet. Like, you could also get weird with how you tell the stories. Um and I think animation could do, like, a much better job than any live action could there. 100%. And maybe, like, light side stuff is a different animation, dark side stuff is a different animation, and you just yeah. mix it I all think throughout. Like Chippendales, Rescue Rangers. Yeah, oh man, yeah. what a great movie. What a great movie. I think uh, piggybacking off of that, for the Marvel, maybe a fun stop-action motion would be, like, an adventure with Charles Xavier going into his own mind mm. or having a, a psychic mm. battle with Wait, what, what's you that guys plane called? Uh, huh? There's a, a specific plane of oh, consciousness. Oh, the astral realm. Right? Yeah, the astral, the astral plane? I think, astral, I think that's the astral what plane? it is. Maybe. Yeah. It might be completely wrong, but it's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they that's did a terrible job of that in Doctor Strange. White oh. room. <laughs> Snap neck. <sighs> End. You know, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that movie anymore. Here, here's a fun one. I mean, we're obviously not done 2022. We still have something like eight weeks or whatever this year left. And sure. we still have a bunch of content wrapping up and finishing. But where would you kind of place this um, hmm. this film in terms of, like, movies that you've seen this year? Is it in your top five, top ten, not even? I know Arjuna has the list going because it's, it's in, crazy. It's in my top ten because I don't think I've even seen ten movies this year. <laughs> so it's automatically in my top 10 for sure. that's pretty good <laughs> i've seen 48 movies that have come out jesus christ <laughs> do you name, uh, name like name two of your like the towards the bottom uh morbius makes sense and the nice. bubble <laughs> makes Wait, sense. Hundred, okay morbius and the bubble so another Keegan oh, the film. Bubble. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> another Keegan movie. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Oh, well, Keegan. Ooh. He's got a lot of hits, and he's got a lot of So is this better than The Bubble, at least? Yeah. So okay. I have this. So of my 48, I have this in at 18. Wow. You know I what? You I'm going to say. automatically rank this shit. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow suit with Arjuna for next year. My was it mm, good smart. New Year's resolution, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to start a list of all the movies and have them ordered throughout. That's what I do. I just as soon as I see them, I yeah, put them on the list. It's smart. It's, great. it's also helpful to remember what the hell you saw that year. Because sitting here, all I can remember is Top Gun. That's the only one. Yeah, I remember <laughs> Top Gun, Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, um, with that darling one with Harry. Don't worry, darling. Yeah, that one. Oh, you saw that? Smile. Uh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Amsterdam was really good. Was good. I haven't I seen that all yet. of these movies. That's great. Yeah. Me too, Krishna. Uh, nice. I will say uh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick's not in my top ten. Whoa. Number 11. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. You need to get your brain fixed. Wait, do, you guys, do you guys have any guess at what my number one is? For Your, your f- number one is clearly 
I don't know. I, I can't even think of any didn't, movies. Didn't a new year. anime Pokemon movie come out this year? Didn't see that. What? Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> yeah, right. Dragon Ball bottom 10. Dragon Ball Super is actually a 26 for me. Oh, okay. I've yeah. seen some bad movies this year. Uh, Including Dragon Ball Super. I mean, I can tell you what your number one movie is going to be by the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, it'll probably change, but... Yeah, it's probably going to be Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll so, see. yeah, my well, number so one movie, we did do a pot on this, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, see, one. I completely forgot this. I saw that Great this movie. year. Yeah. Great I movie. finally saw it. Great movie, right? Absolutely. I cried a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's good. I laughed a lot. What's wrong with me? Where do you guys think Nope is on my list? Number two. No. For Arjuna, I think it's like eight. It's four. Oh, oh okay. It's higher than I thought, actually. I yeah. thought two, but I guess two would be for me. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm projecting. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you've seen my two and three. Maybe what's your two and three? Well, let's leave, let's leave it because I feel like we'll we do could, an end of the year. Pod. I feel like we should do an entire like we should do we will do a wrap up pod at the end of the year. But I what I think we should do because you and I, Christian, we haven't kept list. <laughs> so what we're gonna do for the end of the year wrap up is we will get a printout of Arjuna's list, Ooh, nice. and we're just gonna rip it apart. <laughs> Yeah, actually, we're gonna get a printout of Arjuna's list and realize I've only seen two percent of the movies on that list. Uh, you guys, it's on my notes app. I can just share the note. Oh, it's even better. No, 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 no. Printout. <laughs> yeah, printout. I want to fax it to. Can you, I write? Sure. Can I rewrite it in purple crayon and hand it to you guys? Oh, right. Of course. No, no, no. We'll do a printout and then you can make purple crayon notes. Like, oh, actually, this movie is now moving down a spot because of some scandal. You know, stuff like that. No. Now, now, so I I know that this movie was pretty like closed w- in terms of its ending. You know sure. the um the bad guys <laughs> get thrown in jail and we're try do bold predictions. Well, basically that's what I'm getting to. Is like so like <laughs> if, Wait, are we actually doing both? Yeah, I kind of want to hear like if okay. there was gonna be a let's sequel, if there was gonna be a sequel and or the worst thing in the world, let's make a fran make a franchise out of this. It's the Wendell and Wild universe. No, man. What, um, because they're demons, so they can technically transcend time. They've also, like, introduced this whole concept of Hell Maidens, so there's something there. Um, but I guess, like, what would you, if there was going to be a sequel, let's just go there. What would your bold prediction for a sequel be? And you can't say that there is a sequel, like, oh, I, I think I, I think, I think a sequel should be more Hell-centric, and, um, uh, Wendell and Wilde's father dies. And they are thrust into management of hell. And things go horribly wrong. <laughs> that would be my pitch for a sequel. That would be hilarious. <laughs> of course, it would be a very different tone from this first one. The first one had a lot of important uh, messaging. Mm-hmm. This one would be purely comedy uh, in tone and nature. Interesting. June, do you have uh, a similar yeah, idea? Yeah, I was think I was thinking as I watched this, right? You know, in terms of what are the opportunities here, and I think um, Sister Helly, mm-hmm. uh, I think the opportunity there is to see like her when she became origin uh, story. A hell, yeah, like a hell, a, a hell maiden. So like, I think like they could do a prequel, especially like we learned that they've captured all of the siblings of uh, Wendell and Wild. So like, there's still a way to kind of incorporate them a little bit with some of the underworld stuff and their interactions with their siblings and hey there's nothing to say that the siblings also can't be voiced by key and peel 
<laughs> I mean, they do have so many voices, right? Like, one yeah, exactly. Exactly. One of them could be Wendell. Yeah, actual. Like Wendell. all of these characters could just be their different characters, essentially. Like they could all be duos, and it's all them, essentially. They could. They should all be all the all the siblings should be like um, the different players from the uh, from their NFL draft. Oh God. Uh, sketches, AA Ron, and uh, you know, Quattro 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 Quattro. <laughs> Squeeps, squeep. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. There you go. I think if they were going to do a sequel, I think it should be still focused on Wendell and Wild, but a different story at a different time in their lives. So <laughs> I think the most logical one would be something around uh, like a prequel, because remember they were stuck doing the hair duty because they were um, inciting a, what, a mutiny or something. So maybe it could be something around oh. either I would say either the movie could end with that mutiny or something, or it could be what were they doing before? Because one would imagine in this world the idea of being brought to the to the world and being assigned um, a hell maiden um, to do whatever task. I, I'm I'm sure it's happened before, or it, you could easily just say it has happened before, right? So you continue with Wendell and Wild on their wacky adventures. And maybe in a previous time period, they weren't trying to build a theme park. Maybe they wanted to make a restaurant chain to, <laughs> to make everybody happy. And that was, like, their main focus. And, I mean, what's nice with that easy concept is you can just kind of wash and repeat over and over again and keep doing silly things. Do you think that bug that they crushed on his head, remember they killed it twice? Mm-hmm. And, like, the cream eventually wears off. So, like, does it's that gonna die bug, again. like, die twice? Like, feel the agony? Twice as it dies, probably. I mean, then that would be yes. what a total of four times of feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that sucks. Yep, because it was really crushed. Yeah, I was like, and <laughs> then it had to live in in uh, Wendell's pants. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. this would be so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that shot, he oh. just you know, and then you, the camera's down in his pants. Yeah. Yeah, like, I was okay. like, that oh was a Rugrats God. POV shot from like early Rugrats. Oh yeah, Tommy Pickles used yeah. to like oh, drop a screwdriver. And Isn't stuff there and like a new Rugrats and it's like three hmm? D animated? Three D animated ones and it's like there's like things are re kind of like re envisioned and stuff. That's wild. Wendell and Wild. Hey. <laughs> All right, I think it's that time, guys, where we ask the big question of, was it good? Arjuna, nice. you should go first. And don't pick me. Pick Krishna. We've not gone in that order in a while. Krishna, was Wendell and Wilde good? I'm going to say yes. It was good. Uh, <gasps> the look is unique. The feel of the movie is unique. It's zany. It's bizarre. Uh, and at the same time, there's some like really good, important messages in there. Um, I think as a kid, I would have really enjoyed it. Been a little disturbed, which is part of the allure. Uh, you know, and as an adult, I can appreciate some of the other things that they try to do. And the characters were just, you know, uh, like Wendell and Wild were hilarious. I wish, you know, uh, the the child in me wishes we got more of that, but I, under, I understand why the focus was put elsewhere. Um, Ravi, was Wendell and Wild good? Even though I was lied to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was good. It was a nice, it was a nice surprise. Look at that. 
I used two one-word impressions there. Now, it was a nice surprise to to, to kind of go in this and have very like all you all I knew going into it was you know Key and Peele voiced it, and then it became pretty obvious that this is an animation style that I'm familiar with, which was nice. So it was nice to kind of feel you know some you know recognize something that's familiar but then also see like a new tale new story and everything which was cool so yeah good surprise all around arjuna was wendell and wild the movie that you pitched incorrectly good <laughs> it was good even though uh, i did not pitch it uh, correctly <laughs> so did pitch it uh yeah i really enjoyed it it was uh it was a fun time and it, it feels like a movie uh it feels like you know you know you have those like movies you like to watch during the holidays mm. um like specific holidays this feels like a nice like halloween movie Definitely. to watch i kind of wish the movie had come out a little bit before halloween so like we could have watched it and reviewed it before but yeah i i really liked it um and it's like one of those movies that you just kind of consistently keep thinking about and kind of stays with you, at least for me. So, yeah, it was good. Uh, if you look at our one word impression and you read it with a Saw Guerrero voice, it's actually hilarious. Misdirection, lies, surprise. I mean, that feels like, <laughs> yeah, that feels like a lie that Saw Guerrero would say. So, yeah. <laughs> what have you become? Jen, Jen. By far the best part of all Star Wars, Force Whitaker. I mean, you know, he keeps getting those checks and keeps showing up. Man. What's funny though is we, um, the first time you see live action Saw Gerrera is Rogue One. Rogue One. And that was his death. Eight, uh, six, six years ago, seven years ago? That was 2017? 2016. So about six years ago. Yeah. So in that time, we've gone back. Backwards in Saw Gerrera's live period. action, ones, live yeah. action while the actor Force Whitaker has gotten older, you know. But he looks great. He looks he looks great. He's he's doing he looks great. I mean, surely I no digital editing involved. None, none whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I also think they aged him up and you know, yeah, in Rogue One, made him, you know had yeah. his lungs burnt out and all his limbs gone <laughs> essentially by the time Jeez. he's in Rogue One, and everything since then. You're like, oh, he looks a little bit. He looks better. Great. He looks. He's got wonderful. a few more limbs. Jeez. With that, that's going to do it for us here at Was It Good? Our next podcast is going to be this coming Friday, where we will be reviewing Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And as a special treat to us, because nobody asked for this, we're going to be doing it live on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash was it good. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at was it good while we're still there while that place burns. Also, we're still on Instagram and TikTok at was it good pod. Check us out there as well. And our website. And our website, which we should probably put more energy and effort into, because social media is burning. Was, was it, it good? good? Dot info. Dot info. <laughs> was it good? Dot info. 